podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Evening, everybody, and welcome to the Rangers uh, Ranger Rabble, sorry, and this is Water's Way, episode two. Uh, as usual, I'm joined by John and Wolf. How are you doing, guys? Evening, Brian. Evening, Wolf. Well. Well. So, guys, we, uh, we 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 start. We, we actually finished on a defeat, but well, the start of the season wasn't that bad, was it? Compared to the to the last few years, it wasn't bad. It wasn't great, but no, it wasn't. It was okay. I mean, it was there'd been you know, defeats in there, but more more or less, it was all kind of positive results, apart from Europe, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Sparta Prague wasn't great, but. And obviously losing the home to Aberdeen was ridiculous, but yeah. Yeah, apart from that, it was a kind of positive, positive enough start to the season, I would say. Yeah, it was certainly a mixed bag at the start, though, John, wasn't it? I mean, we had a, an unusual start for our standards over the last few years, but there was just a few wobbles in between that, wasn't there? Yeah, there was, as, uh, as Will said, you know, losing losing away at Hearts, losing to Aberdeen at home, 2 nothing, And uh, but at this point in the season, we hadn't put any more than four victories together. <coughs> Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, so four four victories was the most we'd achieved at any one time, and uh, in a five game unbeaten run with that last match we finished on in Falkirk was four wins in the door. So mm-hmm. not very not very impressive, you know. So we we'd got a bit of momentum rather than previous seasons, but we just you know won three games, lose a game, draw a game, you know. So we were yeah. starting to start, but slightly better than previous years, I suppose. Yeah. <coughs> And I suppose, Wolf, when you when you when you when you've seen this team against Celtic uh, Ibrox, I mean, apart from what I could see, maybe one person that's you know Nisbet's probably playing out of position. Everybody else is there or thereabouts. It's not it's not a particularly bad team, but I mean, as the as the headline goes, Sparkman with a terrible back pass, and imagine drawing with a Liam Brady side. Yeah, I mean it was. No, it's never great not beating them, but I mean, that was that was uh, the last six six old firm games. That, are we allowed to call it the old firm, or are we calling it the Glasgow Derby? Never. Well, just the old firm. Call it the old firm. We'll still call it that. Uh, you know, I went yeah. through I went through a stage not that long ago of not wanting any association with them, so I didn't like calling it the old firm. Then they started <laughs> calling it the Glasgow Derby, so I went, "Fuck it, it's got to be the old firm, isn't it?" So, <laughs> yeah. I don't like. I just don't like being associated with them, but they they hate even mentioning us. It's still what it plays in a friendly in Australia, but anyway, that's yeah. for another, another day. But no, back <laughs> to this one. Um, played on my dad's birthday, just as an aside, 2nd of November. Um, this was as unbe- unbeaten as uh, the last the last six low fun games at Ibrox against them. You know, yeah. the last time they beat us was 1988. So, but like you say, you shouldn't be dropping points to Liam Brady Celtic side. You know what I mean? Because no. they weren't great. You know what I mean? And and John, uh, <laughs> we'll give you, we'll give you the honour of the 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 goals. Um, you know, McCoy does his. I think it was McCoy gets his uh, a landmark goal of two hundred and ten, and then uh, I don't quite yeah. know what Sparkman was playing at for the equaliser. No, no, McCoy McCoy gets on. McCoy makes a cracking near post run. You know, for a diving header, Stephen swings it in from the enclosure side, and McCoy throws himself at it. And he was fond of diving header, was Alec. But uh, as you say, 210's goal. But Spackman, oh, Tony Casker, you know, 
the Irishman, the big Irishman. Was he Irish? Are we allowed to say he was Irish? Well, he, he thought played, he was Irish. He played for the Republic, didn't he? Yeah, but it turned out in later years he wasn't really Irish. And um, yeah, yeah was it was it he'd been he'd been adopted by an Irish family and he didn't know, so there was no actual Irish blood in him at all. Yeah, yeah, it's all the don't compare in Guinness. I think he's something like 90 uh, caps for the Republic, he wasn't even entitled to play for them. Yeah, I know. I know. See if that happened in old days uh, to one of your players, they'd be wanting titles, uh, strip, strip the titties, oh, I think. Yeah. I think was a, wasn't it? That was, uh, that was yeah. a famous cry, wasn't it? Strip yeah. the titties. You know, but, but Spackman after the game, there was a clip of him getting interviewed in the court saying the players gave him pelters, you know, the manager gave him pelters, and even his <laughs> wife gave him pelters, you know. <laughs> You know, he's kicked, he said he was kicked for it hurts by the missus, you know. It just, I don't know how you don't see a six-foot, whatever, Irishman <laughs> standing there. You know, and perfect pass, and Cascarino plays it, knocks it through, through Gorham. I think it's, it's under them or through his legs, but it's it's like no marking that big jolly green giant last year in the Scottish Cup. But it's just yeah. how he didn't see him, you know, and... <laughs> You know, we can laugh now, but at the time it was a bit of a, bit of a slow one to take, you know? Yeah. Two, two I don't think they, they weren't giving Gorham much sort of grief, were they? No, no, no. They, they had this... It was, it was actually a game of poor uh, few chances when you look back. You know, the, the only thing that happened in the first half was McCoy's bundled into Bonner, you know, kind of a bit like the way that uh, McAvenny hit Woods all those years ago. Yeah, and Bonner, Bonner, to be fair, just laughed. And McCoy just gave Matt Lucas have to say what are you doing, and McCoy think <laughs> must have laughed back. Bonner laughed, and the referee just said, "You pay a fan, he's one he gone with." You know, just, <laughs> you know, and then like there's nothing else to do. it. Like a referee should do. Like that referee in Europe the other night, I thought was cracking. You know, and I just gone with players, bit of chat, and allowed him to go on with it. But um, but nah, so you know, one old draw as well said. I think it was the first time in six or seven games since we had top points against them. Ibrox and you know again we just couldn't get our season started because we'd, yeah. we'd, we'd, we'd lost to Dundee United you know away yeah. you know and, and got a home draw against Celtic so so when they get a bit of momentum because Hearts were setting the pace Hearts and I believe were setting the pace at this point yeah that's right and yeah. then Wolf right after this game um, well the week before that actually we uh, let one of your favourite signings go to Everton for a million and a half <laughs> uh, Morris Johnston and then I didn't know much about this guy when he came but I think he was I think he's one of these guys that you, you appreciate later after what he did Dale Gordon yeah Dale, Dale Gordon came without without very much fanfare as I remember yeah. um, the week the week before we signed uh, we, we sold Morris to Everton mm. uh, I'm fairly sure they knew the deal was going to happen because Rangers wouldn't have gone out and spent over a million pound on a player Without knowing that Johnson was heading out the door for yeah slightly more than that, uh, I wouldn't have thought. But like you, I didn't really know much about Dale Gordon when he when he came in, but he certainly he certainly let us know what he what he was about very very quickly because he scored two on his debut at Dunfermline. Yeah, but again, his Rangers go to Dunfermline and do what they should do when they play Dunfermline. Yeah, but I think seeing that this is the period where Mo Johnston left, uh, John, I think it's. He came. He came to us obviously under the cloud of nearly signing for them, and turned out signing for us. But you can't say it wasn't a good transfer for us, was it? Uh, it was. It was a good transfer for us because it absolutely broke their hearts. It yeah. crushed them. 
they've, st- they've still yeah. not recovered from it. No. no. And may they never recover from it. And that's why he doesn't yeah. actually come back to Scotland, doesn't it? Uh, you're right. It's because of the grief he gets from them. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but no, it was it was a good sign. But it was weird because Johnson was in and out the team just before he left. He, mm-hmm. he, he, we mean Hayley and McCoy's were the were the partnership. Previously, it was uh, Hayley and Johnson. So yeah. McCoy's was being preferred. Johnson was dropping to the bench and. I don't know if Rangers just saw that Johnson was coming to his end of, end of life with him. Right, how, old was he, how old would he have been at this point? Probably about 33, 32, 33, whatever right. I think. Yeah. Wouldn't, he be, wouldn't he be much older than that. Yeah. So I, I think he signed for us when he was about 29. So. Yeah. But, but it was one of those ones where Sunnis was a master at it. Sunnis was yeah. a master at getting topped off for his players. And, and that obviously rubbed off in Smith. You know, there was none of that. We're signing, we're... we're rubbing out your contract, we're letting you go for nothing, you know, just go and get a free transfer, you know, like uh, difficulty shift on like a la Brandon Barker. Yeah. As we've, as we've seen, you know, Rangers got players in, kept them for a short period of time. If we weren't doing the business, we sold them, we made a profit. I'd, yeah. I'd, there wasn't many players, I think, as soon as a, a Smith let go in that first spell that we, we didn't make money on. Yeah. You know, and John Johnson was the right time, good fee, let him go and... You know, and, and if you think about it, Johnson didn't really, he didn't shine forever. And he didn't shine when he came back up to Scotland. Yeah. He, you know, we get the best of Mo Johnson. Well, Celtic, I suppose, get the best of Mo Johnson as well. And we get the best mm-hmm. of them. So, yeah. Um, so, but we, we got him and let him go right at the very top of his game. Yeah. Because he was just starting to come down the other side. So, yeah. good bit of business by the club. Yeah. Let him go. I yeah. think, Wolf, you said in previous, well, the, pre- the season we obviously signed him that he didn't score... Four, the fourth and a four nil or a a five nil. He was he got crucial goals for us, didn't he? Yeah, he's got loads of crucial goals for us over the time over the time period he was here. You know, I mean, even if he hadn't scored any goals for us, it'd been an absolute disaster. It was still it would still have broke them. Yeah, you know the fact the fact that he came in and did the business for us was a was a was a serious bonus for us, and he did he did what we signed him for. Mm-hmm. As John says, he came in, did what he had to do for a couple of seasons, and then then we punted him just at. Just as he was starting to kind of hit the, hit the downward the downward trajectory in his career, yeah, because he went down down to England didn't didn't really do too much, no, you know, yeah. So yeah, terrific, terrific signing for Rangers, and all these years later they still haven't got over it, which is absolutely brilliant. Fond memories, very much so. See, see when you look at Stone Johnson, see when you look at Johnson's goal scoring this season, as Wolf said, he always he scored the first or second goal in important wins, yeah. but this season. Only the game against Falkirk at home, his last goal for us was a was a goal and a one all draw at home at Falkirk. All yeah. the rest were kind of a goal and a four nothing or a six nothing in the cup. Yeah. So maybe we seen maybe we seen something in it. Thought you know something Johnson is the guy to get is a one and a one nil or, or the second and a two one hard fought one. Yeah, yeah. You know, so so as I said, great bit of business, good bit of money we recouped and uh, we got the best of them and let them go. So yeah. So thanks more for the memories, as they say. Absolutely, absolutely. So, Wolf, we go away to Dunfermline, and as you said, you alluded to there, uh, Disco Dale gets his debut goals, and it's a rout. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he starts off on fire. I mean, he sets he sets up the first goal for for, for Big Goffey to head in after about six minutes. You know, that's not a bad, that's not a bad way to endear yourself to the Rangers support. That's before he, that's yeah. before he starts scoring goals. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, Dale Gordon wasn't really with us that long, but uh, you know, I mean, he certainly, 
he did what we want him to do. We want him to score goals. Obviously, we want him to replace Johnson because Johnson left the week after he came in. And I mean, he certainly, he certainly did that. He was setting up goals. He was scoring goals. And I'll always have a, a wee fond place in my heart for the for Disco Dale, as they call yeah. him. Would you say he was a winger more than a striker in this sort of team? I I thought he was signed as a winger. Yeah, yeah. Well, he had a lot of goals for a winger. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at Fonda his goal cutting, record and he's, yeah. for a winger. That's a, an astonishing amount, John. Yeah, he was fond of cutting inside, yeah. you know, and. Uh, and I think it was one of the games at Paisley. He gets uh, when he gets another double. He gets I was at Dunfermline. He gets a he gets a header. You know, it might actually be his. Uh, it's this one. It's this game. Sorry, he gets uh, the second goal, which is a header on it through the middle back of a setup. You know, so but I, I'm just amazed at the amount of D's that I could get in a, a headline from Disco Dale dancing with delight on Dream Debut with double. You know I mean, I think my key, I, I think the letter D was stuck in my keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like a bit of alliteration when I'm typing it. Yeah. You know, yeah. match report or something like that. But, but no, it was, uh, no, it, 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 was, it, was, it was one of these wingers that cut in from the, from the right and, and was, it was powerful with his left foot. So, yeah. And he uh, it, it, it didn't go past people as much on the beating for pace on the outside. He was a guy with a bit of skill, a bit of trickery, and would come inside and, and, and do you on the inside as well as, as the outside. But, but no, I was. Uh, he was a winger. I'd have said he was a winger. You know, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but phone to come down. Yeah. And then Goff, Hitley and McCoist complete the route against Dunfermline away. So you kind of were kind of back on the track of goals, clean sheets and a win. And at home, John, we play our, our Airdrie and it's another sort of route, 4-0. So that's 9-4-0 against in two games. Four yep, we kept, yep, we kept to zero. Yep, as you say, phone's back. Couple of couple of good wins, you know, two games, nine goals against the jobbers, you know. Uh, the family get, get relegated this season. They, they're, yeah. they're kind of down from about February, you know. After New Year, the family are, are um, preparing team, for relegation. Yeah, we're a poor side. And uh, and Erdre, you know, Erdre, Erdre would cause us a couple of problems and cause some team problems uh, over this season and end up finishing seventh. So it was uh, so it was a decent performance. You know, I think we got a draw with Adrian later in the season, actually. Uh, yeah. We do, yeah, anyway, but, but nah, I can't complain, you know. Hately, Robertson and McCoy, as you say, getting the goals and, uh, you know, well, job done, I suppose. Beat the jobbers. A bit of a, a, well, a bit of a collector's item John Robertson scored in. It was, yeah, and I'm, 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 I'm trying to think whether it was one of, I, I don't know if it's club was left, I, I couldn't find any highlights of this game, no. no matter where I looked, so I couldn't I couldn't see, it was just a wee clipping, I think, from a newspaper or something like that. So. I, I really hope you meant Davy Robertson, because John Robertson was a wee sorry, first yes. played Oh, Davy, yes, sorry, yes. Sorry. Did, you, did you say John Robertson? Oh, yeah, I, 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 never, I never picked up on that. Sorry. So, yeah. I'll have to try and edit that out. I thought nah, I don't. I thought I'd, I thought I'd missed that missed a signing that I'd forgotten about. <laughs> there was a rumour we were going to sign him at one time, wasn't there? There was. There was. There was. Yeah. My favourite left back, and I just misnamed him. I feel ashamed. Yeah, Sorry. Um, However, we get a four 0 win against Airdrie, and uh, around the, the sort of well, coming up to the festive period, uh, Wolf, we head along the M8 to Edinburgh, and the Deadly duo up front get the convincing win. Yeah, I'm not sure when your festive period starts in the forest, but mine certainly doesn't start in the middle of November. But anyway, we're heading towards yeah. it. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, three and a half, Easter Road. Even even when the Hibs are 
aren't very good and Hibs at this time weren't very good. Um, going to Easter Road is never easy. A 3 nothing win, you've got to be happy with that. As you say, the strike partnership, getting getting the goals, doing the business with Kois with a couple, Hately with one. You know, um, all, in the, all in the second half, didn't, didn't finish it till about three, uh, seven minutes from the end. You know, but yeah, r- r- routine win. Yeah. Uh, I suppose uh, it makes up for the cup semi as well, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, we can't, we can't always say it's a routine win at Easter Road, but it was a routine win at Easter Road, so happy days. Yeah. Yeah. And and when you watch the highlights of this back, I know, Wilf, you spoke about, these guys spoke about how good Hooster was and how, how much he's overlooked. Yeah. Hooster runs rampant in this game. He was he was a provider for all the goals, pace, power, directness. What I mean, in the extended highlights, what a performance he put in that night, you know. So, I do so absolutely fantastic, you know. The, the I don't know, it was he never got a goal, but he deserved a goal, you know. It'd be, it'd be one of these performances now where you think, I mean, a Ryan Kent like performance, you know, yeah. no end product for him, set up everybody else, a bit like loud, a bit unselfish. Hooster was superb in this game, you know, absolutely first class, yeah, you know? so brilliant, yeah. And I mean, when you've got when you've got ammunition on either side, John, you've got Hustra one side, Disco Day, Disco Dale on the right. You know, it's a it's a potent wing wing partnership, isn't it? Yeah, and you're leaving players like Mikhailichenko and things like that out of the side. He he can't get inside at this point. No. You know, he he's getting left out. And uh, you know, and as, as you say, I mean, Gordon Gordon came to the club, started well. You know, and you've got Hustra on the other side. Yeah. You know, as you know, two wingers. Yeah. You know, yeah, and and I think Houston was the best of the bunch, so best of best of the two of them. So now, nah. yeah, and McCoyston Hately, you know what I mean? That's a front four, yeah, and everything. You know, you can call it a midfield, but that's a front four sitting there, yeah, yeah, and a, and a settled defence. You know, Gordon Stevens all season. Next to Gary Stevens only misses one game near the end of the season. Robertson yeah. misses no many games either. I mean, misses a game, you know. So Gorham's ever present. Stevens misses one. Robertson misses one. Spikeman misses one. McCoy's misses a handful. You know, you've got the spine of your team there. Yeah. Spikeman in the middle, your goalkeeper, right back, left back. Goff you know, has misses a few games, maybe misses about a dozen games, but but solid spine, you know, right through. You know, and McCoy, uh, no, no injury prone touch with this season, so very yep. good. I suppose we'll, we'll stay with you, John, after the, that. We'll go to St Mirren at home, and it doesn't matter when you play St Mirren, um, I think it's fair to say we should always expect to win, but this didn't quite turn out the way we thought. Nope, nope. Scruffy. I dare say you were at this. You were at this game, were you? I would have been at the game, but I don't. I don't remember it from the time. But I would have been there. But but Alan Ruff is another one of these inspired games. As Alan Ruff always did against us. Yeah. I don't think Alan Ruff ever had a bad game against him. So. Yeah. You know, and somebody called Kevin McGowan scored with a 30 yarder. Uh, but I don't remember, but, but that would have been there. Uh, but can beat St. Mirren. You know, that was Aberdeen's beating, beating us at home. St. Mirren have beaten us at home, you know, and we've, we've dropped points against Dundee United and Hearts away, which are tricky away grounds. You know, you, you expect maybe a tough game, but you don't expect to get beat against St. Mirren. You know, I think maybe Kenny McDowell was the last player to, before that, to have done it. So, well, of course, that's yeah. when he dislocated Woods' shoulder, wasn't it? It would have been, yeah. So I think yeah. that'd been the last time, but but another one no defeat against it, man. Not good at all. No. Yeah, yeah. Before we move on, you know I've got no recollection of uh, Alan Ruff ever playing at St. Man. And I've been a bit of that last game. And I've got no recollection 
I remember him playing at Partick Thistle. I remember him playing yep. across the East End, but I've got no recollection of him playing at something. I'm going to check that in case I've got it. It was at Hibs as well, wasn't it? It was at Hibs, but John, but John Burridge was the goalkeeper at Hibs at this point. Yeah. No, I didn't. I don't remember him playing for St Mirren either. I'm going I'm to watch I'm not saying he didn't, I just don't remember. But then I don't pay much attention to the opposition anyway. <laughs> I don't either. As, as Andy Cameron once famously said, I should only pay half price, you only watch one of the teams. Uh, <laughs> oh, So, after the... A disappointing defeat. We go to Fir Park Wolf and another familiar looking lineup with a couple of changes, but it's a a two 0 win. Yeah, Michael Chenko back in back in the side, um, and we go to we go to Motherwell again. Again, a blank first half. Two two goals early second half. Again, this this good deal with the opener. Uh, big 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 Richard Goff sticking it sticking it in the net from a for my um, a Dale Gordon assist, as they call them now, mm. you know. So I mean, there's, there's Dale Gordon showing his worth again. Yeah, you know he's not he's not long come to the club. He's he's had two assists and two goals in his debut, and then there's a couple of weeks later he's scoring the first and setting up the second in a two nothing win at, uh, in Lanarkshire. You know what I mean? Great piece of business. But we're still yeah. we're still three points behind Hearts. You know what I mean? Yes. You know there's that elephant that's going to fall out that tree sometime soon. <laughs> now. If you were, if you were picking one or the other, Wolf, uh, Mikalachenko and Hoistra, who would you pick? To me, to me, they're different players. To me, Mikhail Mikhailachenko was a wide forward. Not really, Mikhailachenko. Mikhailachenko's favourite game was standing in the middle of the park spraying balls about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when, when he actually could be asked, and he went wide, he was a, he was he was a fairly decent, as you say, wide forward. Yeah. But, he seemed to prefer just to stand in the middle of the park spraying passes about as I as I remember him, you know. Um like too I mean, many an, absolute, an absolute Rolls Royce of football player. Yeah. I'd have him on the team every week, an absolute Rolls Royce of football player. Yeah. Yeah. He's just he's one of he's probably one of those guys that would drive you absolutely insane at some games, but you would marvel at the same time. Would that be fair, yeah, John? Did. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, I think I think the only player I think we've maybe seen maybe like him since that was mine was uh, oh Nico Crancher. Uh, I can't mind the yeah. surname. You know where he was an absolute fantastic football player. No legs, no engine, but could just dictate play and uh, knock the mm-hmm. ball a bit. But but big Nico did did, did frustrate the fuck out you. Yeah, you know he'd maybe stick out a lazy leg every now and again, or maybe have a wee half-hearted run, but. He knew where the he knew where the goal was, you know. Oh, he got a few goals, you know, so he, he didn't make many long bursting runs, but <laughs> he'd been the right place at the right time, you know. So, listen, I'm still gutted, lads. I've got Alan Ruffy somewhere. I don't know where I got Alan Ruffy playing for some man. I've been checking Wiki and everything. Campbell Money would have been a keeper at that point. I never thought, thought about that, but I mean, he could have been yeah, a, but, a reserve keeper yeah, because he's been a fair easy at that time. You know what I mean? I know, but but I couldn't see. It. I've checked Wiki, so I need to go back and check there. I'm going to buy a tight note tonight. What did you say? Martin doesn't tell us who listens to this anyway. <laughs> yeah, so, so I, I find one over Motherwell, which uh, which was good to get back on the horse after the defeat against the man. And yeah. We're going to go on a little unbeaten run for, for a yeah. bit. Yeah, this is, this this is, is a, really. Put this, the foot is when, this is when you're wanting to put the foot down, isn't it? So, yeah. Wolf, we go back. We go up the road. I don't know if you're in the area at this point. 
I would have been, yeah, I was up here at this point. I came up here in 87, so yeah, I was up here at this point. And, we have settled um, there. The, the birth of the BFG. The old boot flick goal. Yeah. Yeah. Right, kicked out by Gorham, flicked on by McCoyst and rattled in by Hitley. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we tripped to Pataudry, 3 2. Can't argue with that, you know. Uh, I mean, the thing that sticks out for me, that bloody Brian Irvin scoring against us again, as I said. <laughs> I, I mean, Brian Irvin just scored goals against us. Hardly scored against anybody, he always scored against us. You know, he's, yeah. um, I'd like to see his goal count because, as you say, he must, all his goals or 90% of his goals must be against us. Well, even if you, even if you fast forward to, and I know we'll get to in about three years' time when we get to eight in a row. He scores half of these goals that day as well. <laughs> you know, it's just fucking, I don't know. It just seems like a lot scoring against us. Yeah. But no, I mean, John, that was a. Well, obviously Aberdeen and Hearts were setting the pace at this point, so it was a, a superb win up there, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, and um, and even though, as Will alluded to in a, a previous show, that there was a first win in, I think, 25, 26 matches at, at Petaudry a season or two before, it was still a difficult place to go at that point. I mean, we, we weren't dominant that, that we are now up there. Uh, you know, it, it was still still seen as a tricky venue, and uh, Big Hately ran right that night. He was absolutely superb. You know, and I, I, I just, I can envision them after scoring that first, running backwards towards the main stand, you know, just getting at the, you know, just look at me, you know, Brian, you know, so. But no, it was a, a tricky place to go. We need some decent players, Heelhouse, you know, uh, you know, they've caused this bother. They all snelled us, top class keeper, as well said, Brian Irvin causing us some problems. Ian Jess and Scott Buffett, I mean, around about that time as well. So it was a, a hard place to go. So and it always seemed to be a mid a midweek game in the winter. In the winter, you always manage to get a Pataudry midweek, so... It's still the same. It's still the same. Hi. Still, yeah, so... That you always get it. Computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to get a goal, to get a goal so early, six minutes up there, you know, uh, I have put it, it's not us to get a Pataudry in a December Wednesday night. Hi. So, uh, so Wednesday night up there. So, now nah, cracking, cracking, cracking victory. Yeah. You know, I think that... And this isn't long before I think Alex Smith gets a boot. He gets a boot no long after this. Or at some point, you know, maybe it's a wee bit later in the season, he gets a sack. So nice to know we with a bit of, bit of something to do and you know, the Aberdeen manager getting the sack. But they're yeah. still going well. They're still going well, sorry. They're still going well at this point. The human hearts are still setting the pace. That's what I was about to say. I mean, it wasn't as well Aberdeen yeah. were doing poorly at this stage, was it? No, no, they were they were they were still they were still setting the pace because they were, a couple of games before this, Damien Hearts were, were above us, even by a point, you know, after fifteen games, but I think I think maybe this might be the start of this slide. Yeah. Good. Fuck them. I mean, it's it's certainly well, the, possibly the last sort of decent team they had, wasn't it? Oh yeah, I mean, but I mean, yeah, they were, they were still because they're a team, as John said, you know, half full of Dutchmen, they had, they had Schnellers, they had uh, Heelhouse, Heelhouse was a cracking player. Mm-hmm. They had the boy that scored the first goal here, Teo Ten Cat. They had Ten Cat. They had a number of foreign foreign guys, but on that on that goal that Ten Cat scores, I mean, it's a it's a rebound when a penalty hits the post. I mean, he was standing on the six yard line with the penalty he'd taken. He ran so far in, you know. I mean, everybody thinks that us not getting the breaks off the referees and you think, I mean, later later on in the game, we should have had a penalty, which he doesn't give because he moves play on. Yeah. Lately scores the goal. The linesman gives offside, but we still don't get the penalty. You know what I mean? So, you know, who's, who's, who, anybody anybody that thinks that referees just now are the ones 
you know, not cutting us a bit of slack. You know, it's, it's been going on for years and years and years. But, yeah. I mean, this, this referee this night, Les, Les Modrum, from fourth, because if you remember back in the day, they always put where they came from. Yeah. Hugh Dallas from Bonko and uh, Brian McGinley yeah. from Alfron. Okay. Les Modrum from fourth. And I don't know if you remember it. <coughs> well, you probably remember it. Les Modrum was the referee at, I think it was a Dundee United Motherwell game. Dundee United Patrick, Dundee United Patrick Thistle. Patrick Thistle, you know, you yeah. know what I mean. When the boy absolutely, Aye. absolutely rattled it, it hit the stanchion because there were stanchions in those days. Yeah. Right, the ball came out from the stanchion. The defender caught the ball and handed <laughs> it to the goalkeeper, and he played <laughs> on because he's not seen it go in. He's Aye. looked at the linesman. The linesman's looked back at him as the boys handed handed the ball to the goalkeeper. None of them seen the ball go in. None of them seen the handball, and the wave play on. You know, oh. just fucking rid- honestly ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Bill at Bobby, Bill at Bobby Madden all week at Tannadice, any? You know, yeah, I've seen the handball linesman. You gonna give it? Nah, I'm not giving it. I don't want my windies put in. Nah, well, Nanias, Nanias will get, Nanias will give it. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just wait, play on. Yeah, but, but no, it's, I mean, this was a, I mean, this was a cracking, cracking win, and we let them back in it. We hate playing a mad back pass. I mean, mm. Haley's back. Haley's back helping the defence. If you think Morelos comes deep, you know Haley's in the middle of your half and plays right. a back pass. You know, you know, Crazy. unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and uh, I saw so another one scores after golf blocks it. You know? Yeah, yeah. And what I can see, a very well, pretty much the same team. We go. We're placing Johnson. There's maybe one or two changes. No, I think it's the same team. And uh, we're home to St. Johnson and 3-1. I suppose, John, it's maybe you were th- you're thinking maybe it should be a bit more convincing, but uh, nonetheless, it's a win. Yeah, it's a win. St. Johnson was always a stuffy side, but the way now, I'm still laughing at Wilf's uh, comment about the penalty kick at Pataudry we don't get in Haley scores <laughs> to get a hat trick. I just, I just, I'm just laughing at that, you know. <laughs> you know, you, you don't get a penalty. We just play on the score, and then his wave flagged off our side. Um, that's funny. Anyway, sorry, I'm digressing. There. Yeah, it was um, Lindsay Hamilton, formerly of uh, our parish. You know, yeah. was, uh, was in goal for St. Johnson and, and had a couple of seasons with him. You know, and played quite well because it was talking a Scotland call up either on the back of this game or the back of another game. Uh, you know, so Lindsay Hamilton for Scotland was was a guy. You know, and uh, uh, it was this game actually. It was in Verzi Scotland call up. You know, a couple of good saves for Dale Gordon looking at the highlights, and uh, you know, Mikhailichenko, you know, Brown and Hartley getting the goals in a a team win. Yeah, um, you know, I think uh, I, I hadn't heard of the player equalised for them, a guy called Darkins, because the only players he kind of knew from St Johnson at that time were well, John Ingles, who used to give a hard time. Yeah. Big bustling centre half, you know, but but no, a couple of late goals, you know, second one with twelve minutes to go, and Haley get the, the third to make the game safe for a minute. So, yeah. so no, that's a routine win as it should be at Perth. Absolutely, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Keeps the run and run. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I suppose Wolf, uh, this sort of ties back to last season. So, um, when everybody hears that we're we're playing well, it's funny that we're we're speaking about them and we're playing them this coming week. Um, we played Red Star Belgrade last season, the the season before we spoke about, and we got beat by them three 0 
and then drew 1-1 at home. Mm-hmm. And there's maybe one or two people were thinking, oh, how did we lose to this lot, blah, blah. Well, this season they go on and win the World Club Championship. Yeah, I mean, it's it's incredible to think, but I don't I don't have any knowledge of this game when they beat Chile's Colo Colo, which is a great name for a football team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I remember, I remember when they won the European Cup in 1991, it was probably the worst European Cup final in the history of European Cup finals, and there's been some bad ones. Yeah. I mean, they, they set out just to get the game of penalties at 0-0, that's exactly what they got. You know I mean, it was horrendous, as I recall it. Absolutely horrendous. But, I mean, it's... It's never nice to get out of Europe, but get out of Europe with the team that go on to win it, you can always say, okay, we got out with the winners. It's always yeah. the best thing to say. Yeah. So they can say I mean, that this season, they got out with the winners. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, when, <laughs> you run through the, when you run through some of the players, Darko Panchev, is it Dejan Savicevic? Yeah. Robert yeah. Prozanecki, and is it Jugovic that played for, Jugovic, yeah. was it Inter or was it uh, Lazio or somebody like that? I think uh, they definitely was one of the Italian teams. Yeah, was Sam Doria, I think. Time. Yeah. He won the, I think he won the Italian league with Sampdoria that year. But they won their bad side, though. No, yeah, no. Yeah. Even the international was this was this not virtually the international team that played Red Star? Aye. Yeah, but the, yeah. But the, the quality of players I had made it even more ridiculous the way the way they they went out in that European Cup final. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, you guys like that. I mean, Darko Darko Panchev. You know what I mean? He could he could control a ball in a phone box with three people standing beside him. You know what I mean? <laughs> they, they just set out to go for an nil-nil draw. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, Ridiculous. No. But at the end, they really got the trophy, which is all that matters to them, I suppose. Yeah. Brian, that's a, that's a good, bit of, good bit of knowledge. He played for Inter and Sampdoria. Uh, well, I knew he played for Sampdoria when they won the league because they've only won it once, I think. Yeah, yeah so picture him in Sampdoria, top with the ERG and Inter uh, yeah. with, with the Pirelli. Yeah, so it looks like he maybe played for Sampdoria before Inter. Yeah. He, looks younger, he looks younger in the picture. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'm not very scientific, I know. So no, but no, marvelous players, and it just seems poetic that we're we're playing them in a a week's time or so. Well, as long as we put them out, well, this is it. Well, great if we get knocked out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So after the after that win at St well, Johnson, sorry, sorry, there's one for you. Also played for UV. Well, oh, here's this right. Red from Red Star, he went to Sampdoria, Juventus, Lazio, Atletico Madrid, Inter, Monaco, Admira Waka, uh, and LR Arlen, whatever that is. So he, I mean, he, he certainly, he certainly liked his Italian lira. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, four Italian sides. Yeah, that's a... Must have liked, must have liked the sign on for you as well. <laughs> 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 More clubs than Jack Nicholas to pawn it to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we uh, well, if we're hitting mid. Well, we've hit mid December pretty much on the nose. It's away to Falkirk, uh, your your favourite ground in Scotland, and uh, we uh, a three one win away from home keeps us on the trail with Hearts. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's all you all you can ask for is to go to places like Falkirk and do what we should do. We should always win there. And I know that's quite arrogant, but that's what we should do. We should be going to places like, like Falkirk and Airdrie and Dunfermline and yeah. we should always we should always be rolling over. We will occasionally drop points, but this is just, just as routine as they come. Yeah. You know, just keeping on Hearts' tail. They're not they're not dropping off any. You know? Yeah. McCoy McCoy McCall getting the goals. You know, for a change we scored in the first half, scored a couple of goals in the first half. Yeah. Tied it up just after half time, you know. 
disco disco deal involved again. You know what I mean? Certainly, certainly shown his worth. You know. Yeah. Right, John, you're going to have to explain this one. This has slipped my memory, this. McCoy scores, we played Dundee United at home the weekend before Christmas. And, oh, well, there's always the cup, was the United response after we beat them. Yeah, because Tim McLean was livid because we gave him a going over. And uh, I think, if I remember right, they played Duncan Ferguson out in the left wing, and I don't know who they played through the middle. They, they put Ferguson out in the left wing that night and uh, he never got a kick of the ball. Well, he's six and four, uh, isn't he? Yep, but he's no a winger. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the days when we played Lee McCulloch out in the wing, out in the yeah. left wing, because he could head a, a kick out, yeah. you know, and start a move. So, no, we, we beat we beat United pretty convincingly, you know, and uh, it was, as I said, it was extra special because we opened the top tier of the main stand. We did. We opened the club. That, we opened the club that, that day. My name appeared on my seat for the first time at a game, and I wasn't right. in it. Wasn't well, in it John, I, was, I, was, I was working in a, um, in a pub in Aberdeen at the time, and obviously it's a Saturday before Christmas. It's bloody busy. There's not a chance yeah. I'm getting to be off. <laughs> no, because um, normally what used to happen on Saturdays, my boss would let me. I'd go in and open up. He'd let me disappear, and then he'd come back in. Uh-huh. Not this day, it's too busy. No, not too busy. So, um, in fact, no, this is before I did start. I was working in a hotel at this time, actually. So, there's absolutely no chance I was getting off. <laughs> you know, that's, pri- that's prime time function stuff. Sorry, I'm going, I'm going to head a couple of years. This is prime time function stuff. So there's no chance. But my mate was in my seat. Guy was basically at my wedding. He got my ticket because, although. You know, we obviously obviously got to buy the season ticket. He didn't get a half season ticket in those days. Such a thing didn't exist. So because they only opened the club back in uh, the twenty first of December, they just gave we just bought individual tickets for it. And obviously, I got the ticket for it. And mm-hmm. my mate Steve used it. So the first person that sat in my seat in the club deck wasn't he, me. <laughs> All my stuff sat there to this day. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, seven seven thousand one hundred sixty nine fans. You know, yeah. that's what the club deck holds. Uh, there was there was debentures. You could buy a debenture. There was three different levels yeah. of debenture. A thousand pound, right, thirteen hundred yeah. pound. I think it was sixteen fifty. Um, I bought I bought one for a thousand pound because at the time you couldn't get shares. And I wanted to own part of the club. Yeah, bought hell of a lot of money in ninety one though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh. But they, they they sorted out finance schemes and all that. So you know what I mean, you got it on the old, got it on the old never never. You know, <laughs> um, it was. As I remember, it was originally sold as, as a debenture bond. I was like a yeah. twenty-year debenture bond. Yeah, and I, I think the original plan was in twenty years, you got your initial your initial debenture value back. I think I think that was I think that that sounds like that, that was that was probably part of the deal. You know what I mean? But but for the twenty, 20 work out twenty years from nineteen ninety-one. 2011, yeah. I saw the money, you know what I mean? So it doesn't matter, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's one of them, and it was it was also supposed to be a an unsegregated area because anybody could buy a bond. Yeah. yeah. Anybody could have a dimension, you didn't have to be a Rangers fan, but obviously it was only Rangers fans that were buying them. Yeah, yeah. Because you know? they, were, they were marketing it for, you could get it for pop concerts and stuff like that and things like that. Yeah, yeah you, got, go and see. you got, the way, the way yeah. they did it was you got yeah. a, any... Any event that was under the auspices of Rangers, you got offered your seat before anybody else. Yeah. Okay. So, yep, like, right. like for this, like for the the next season, I didn't buy my season ticket because I was still working in a hotel and I couldn't go very often. 
But the following season, I still got offered the season ticket before anybody else because it was my seat. Right. You know? Got so, you. And I took it and I've taken it every, every season since. Yeah. But um, that was the thing with the bench. It didn't, it didn't matter if you didn't take the season ticket. You didn't go back on the wait list. You were always offered it because it was your seat. Okay. You know? Which was quite um, close. And they yeah. sent you a tie every year and there was all that sort of you know, ridiculous yeah. things like that. So I've, got a, I've got a cupboard full of uh, club deck ties that they just used to <laughs> send them every year. The, la- the lady's got a, one of these silk headscarf things mm-hmm. and the, the bloke's got a tie, you know. And what and would you wear most often, Wilf? <laughs> what, see, what, what Will's trying to say, Brian, is in a roundabout way, is he's got his ticket for Harry Styles this year. That's what, yes, he's, trying that's what he's trying to say, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm actually, the... missing Harry, I'm actually missing Harry Styles. <laughs> and, and, Although, and I have it. to say, my, uh, my, my jazz account was used to buy a Harry Styles ticket, but not by me. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah, no, I, know that, I know somebody that was desperate that was desperate to get, so she said she was looking to get the um the priority purchase, which was my GR's member, so I said just use my don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay. What Will should have, what Will should have said was the prices for the debenture was worth our thousand thirteen fifty. And Wolf if Wolf had said sixteen ninety. Then that would have just set the roof on fire. Ah, that, that wasn't the cost of it. So <laughs> now, John, you're quite partial to the old Christmas presents, but this was a a bit of an expensive one, wasn't it? The the club deck. It was, yeah, yeah, seventeen million pound was it? I to 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 uh, to put it up, but nah, I'm I've been in a club deck twice, I think, in Livingston at the start of the season, COVID, and uh, a game against the Thames. And I'm glad I'm not up there because my legs are too tiny. It's it's as bad as the main stand at Tannadice used to be. It's, uh, it's not the trek so, up, isn't it? It's not the trek up. It's uh, even it's a guy that dodge up. It's not it's a lot tight. of them. No, yeah, it's not nah, you, you don't get a lot of leg room. So, yeah. you know, so it's, um, you know, so, nah, it's uh, no for me, the club deck. And, when yeah, it was, so. and you know when it when it was built, you know the the, st- the steel girder along the roof, the big white steel girder along the roof, uh-huh. that was the... That was the what was it they said it was? It was the it was the the largest single steel structure. Yes. Yeah. And it was either either in Britain or in Europe at that time. Because mm-hmm. it just came in one bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure David Murray bought it off a company called Murray International Metals. <laughs> I'm fairly sure that's who he bought them from. I'm sure he bought it from himself. Yeah. 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 So yeah. an EBT was it? Yeah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, as, and as you were saying, Brian, we, we, we were leading the race to bring Trevor Stephen back to the club because Marseille yes. had, uh, had reneged on payments for it, yeah, so, yeah. It wasn't like Marseille to do anything like that, was it? No, dodgy fuckers. If, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, Alleged, you know, allegedly. No, dodgy fuckers. Fuck <laughs> allegedly. It's, um, no, because we don't receive part of the fee, so. And, and that's the thing about transfers, you know, you, you hear all the... The dog eating bloggers know that saying that you know we're only Rangers still owe millions in the, in the Ryan Kent fee now and now. You don't you don't turn up with a carry a bag of cash on the day and say I'm buying that player, there's a bag of money. You know, all these deals are structured that it takes years, you know. Yeah. I think Yelovich was one of the ones where you know I think that we it took us a couple of years to pay the fee and stuff like that because that's what the deals are. You yeah. don't you don't spend five or ten million on that day on a player and, and hand over the bag. Yeah, so it's a five million deal. You pay two and a half up front, and you pay the rest of the installments. Yeah, exactly. And uh, every club does that, you know. And players that we sell will will be the same. 
you know, and uh, yeah. I remember I talking about the Yelovich deal. If you remember, we signed we signed Yelovich and we transferred Yelovich, and then we had our financial issues in 2012. Yeah. And one of the first debts we had to pay off to keep going as a football club was for Yelovich because that was a football yeah. debt that we had. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean, so I, mean, I don't I don't understand why these people think we well, just like you say you just walk up with. A suitcase full of cash, you say, There you go, there's the money. You better start getting that. I mean, it's just not how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, a, and our old pal Graham Soonis was, uh, he was trying to get uh, Trevor Stephen back to, he was trying to get Trevor Stephen for Liverpool, but we'd first dibs on him, hmm. you know, which was part which was part of the deal. And I suppose, I mean, it maybe it seems strange that you structure a transfer deal to say you're paying five million, some 5.5 million or whatever, but if you don't raise the money, if you don't give us the cash, we get first dibs on him back. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if that's still the case with transfer deals. Yeah, I'll need to check Twitter. <laughs> mm. <laughs> we, made, we, made a, we made a we made a fortune on Trevor Stephen, right? Yeah, because we bought him, we bought him back for a lot less than we sold him for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was only about six months or so, nine months. Right. So, right. Not really long. Right. He was. Yeah. So. <coughs> a Christmas so, present, as you say, we always liked a Christmas present. Aye, we always liked a Christmas present. This one was just a bit more expensive. Yeah. <clears throat> so after the after that game and the unveiling of the stand and such and whatnot, we play Dunfermline at home, Wolf, and it's as John was alluding to earlier, we were struggling for runs and forms uh, in form before this, but this was our sixth successors league win of the season, and uh, and as John's alluded to there, it's the annual Gary Stevens goal. Yep. And more importantly than that, it's the first time I sat in my seat in the club deck. All right. As I got to this one, I sat in my seat in the club deck the second time it was it was there for a game. Um, don't remember anything about the game, I just remember I was definitely there that day. Um, but yeah, six successive league defeats since we lost that game against the run. Gary Stevens scoring a goal. It must be Christmas time. Again, Neil Gordon yeah. chipping in again. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Pro- proving his worth. John Spencer in for Mark Gately. John Spencer didn't start a lot of games for us before he moved to Chelsea. You know, yeah. a young lad that I just don't think he could, I don't think he could handle the pressure at Rangers. I mean, I remember when we, when we signed him, he was about fourteen, and he yeah. went to a, he went to an apartheid school because he was, <laughs> from a, he was from a mixed marriage, and because he played for this apartheid school, all the press were up. Oh, Rangers are signed a Catholic. Why well, was fourteen years old? Yeah. I mean, and the, the 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 press pack were actually outside outside watching him play play for his school his school team as a. As a young teenager, it was just ridiculous. The pressure on the boy was ridiculous. I just don't think he could handle it because he went to Chelsea and did, did okay. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a decent career after that. Yeah, which is unusual. When a kid leaves Rangers, let's be honest. Yeah, nice to see that. No, when we were the kid left left Rangers recently with twelve million pound, no kick the ball since he left. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Yeah. Nope. And I remember this in the other news. I was a avid collector of the Rangers news and. I was pretty devastated when it went from the newspaper form to the magazine, John. So was I. I was devastated as well because I kept them as well. And uh, yeah. the Rangers, the Rangers news newspaper folded fantastically well yeah. when it was color. When it was color yeah. at that point, yeah. okay, black and white was a wee bit more tricky, but a typical uh, kind of tabloid look. But the Rangers news newspaper just it was so thin, it was yeah. colourful, it was cracking typeset, really nice to read. And it went to a magazine, and I was yeah. gutted as well because it, it looked a wee bit like the program, just a little bit yeah. bigger in, in size. But but no, the, the Rangers newspaper was 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 a thing of beauty, and uh, yeah. I'm I'm still blaming my ex-wife for giving all mine away along, yeah, with, still, my pro- along still, with the program. 
I've still got boxes full of them with me, Seller. Yeah, I think you should. We we should scan them, Wolf. You know, should get them scanned. You know, I've, I've get them digitalised. Aye, get them done like that. You know, I wish well, somebody would do that. Don't, I actually, I actually wish we'd bring it back. Yeah. I, I, mean, think, I, think I mean, these days everything's digital, but I mean, I've just got a hankering for that. It's probably an age thing. But I, I love the Rangers news, and as, yeah. as John points out here, it was the biggest club publication in Britain at the time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, every, every news yeah. agent you walked into, every news agent I walked into, even up here, there was a copy of the Rangers news in, you know, <laughs> in with, all the, in with all the newspapers every week. You know what I mean? It was just, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I worked for I worked for Mendes and it was a huge, huge weekly seller. Both both mm. that and the Celtic View to be fair. So both that in their paper as well was uh, were huge sellers. And a Tuesday night used to have to put them out for Wednesday morning, you know, for the news agents. So. Yeah, so that cracking days those. So um, we go on our usual trip to the East End, Wolf, and a very satisfying win over the nearest, right? well, our, our better rivals, uh, the usual scorers on on the score sheet, but an unusual one to finish off the route. Yeah, I like the way you were careful what you called them there. Um, <laughs> yeah, but again, 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 I wasn't that because working in a hotel around about New Year, it's a busy, a busy old time, so, but yeah. this was actually my mate's first ever uh, old firm game, as he keeps reminding me. And the highlight of it, we never really must have seen it. John, John Brown yeah, comes off the bench and scores an absolute screamer. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if you look at the footage, it's probably what 20, 25 yards. If you yeah. ask John Brown, it was about it was about twenty-five miles he hit it from. But <laughs> <laughs> um, the first time I asked him, he said it was a mile and a half. So that's how far back it's gone over the years. <laughs> um, and he's he's off the he's over the advertising boards and he's away. I mean. I think I think they caught him halfway to, halfway halfway to Deniston. You know what I mean? It was oh, just, he was he was he was fantastic. off. And going, you know, because that just tied it up. It was two one at that time. That just, that just tied it up. You know? Yeah. Um, but I mean, Andy Gorham should be thoroughly ashamed of himself, letting Tony Mowbray beat him with a header. You know what I mean? He <laughs> of himself. You know. But but yeah, anyone against them is great. But New Year ones are very special because that sets the year up for me anyway. That's that sets the year up. You know. Beat them in New Year, you're going to have a good year. Don't meet them in New Year, it's, it's all doom and gloom. Mm-hmm. And I put a wee note there that it was a start, it was on the TV highlights with seven players that cost a million pounds or more. That's unreal, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Gorham Stevens, David Robertson, wasn't he? He was just shot, Emily. Yeah, he was just shot, Emily. 850, yeah. wasn't he? It's was 900. Uh, uh, 900 odds, yep, yep. Yeah. So, you had Gorham Stevens, uh, Goff. His nets off would have been over a million, wouldn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah. Dale Gordon, Stuart McCall, I didn't think, but Stuart McCall was over a million. Stuart McCall was over a million. And Yeah. How so much was he? Uh, couldn't have been a million because if we've got seven players, and I need to check it. So you've McCoy, Haley, Spackman, and David Robertson, less than a million. You know, that's that's not a bad team we've got there. If they no. four players don't make a million. No. Yeah, so. I'm going to go Wikipedia to see Haley. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think it was either 350 or 550. Yeah, thousand we paid uh, for Haley. How much? I don't know. I'm just going to check it out. Right. I, don't, I, don't I mean, Wolf, I mean, even the first goal, I mean, it's a, a great sort of run in the midfield from Spackman, who robs our favourite man, Peter, Peter Pointer. And then uh, Gordon 
goes down and he he crosses over Hately, who tries to have a shot and then somehow sclaffs it, but McCoist is there four yards out. Thank you very much. Yeah, I mean Stanley McCoist doing what Ali McCoist does if it's if it's if it's three, four, five yards out, he's a man to, he's a man to stick it in the net. Yeah, you know, McCoy's off and running. They're all screaming for offside. He's he's off and running, saying, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm having it. Thanks very much." And in those days, we did get the benefit of the doubt sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, John, we'll come on to you because you you like your your penalty debates. There was no doubt about this one, was there? No, there was not. But um, but I, I've just you checked Wikipedia. Hately, it said Hately was a million as well, so there must be eight players then. So I don't know where Jock Brown get his um, information from that day. Maybe <laughs> m- maybe not quite as bad as saying Alan Ruff was in goals with it, none, mind you, but uh, you know. Um, but nah, this was uh, this was a definite penalty, you know. And uh, getting back to what Will said about that first goal, I wouldn't say about first goal. Spackman does ever so well, Robin. Uh, Robin Peter Grant and then turning you know Grant just turns the wrong way Spikeman's away wins a couple of tackles and, and we're away but this, this was a strange penalty because McCoy's come sliding in on the keeper the ball breaks McCoy's goes to get up and Marshall just roll, rolls on top of him and just, aye they both sort of slided together didn't they aye aye and, aye. and he just as McCoy goes to get up Marshall just says you know what I'll just lie in his leg I'll just I'll just land on him and, and the referee will do that and then you know, and it, it was one of those ones that was so comical that if the referee had I gave it, he'd have said, "That's that silly." Now, no wonder he's not gave that. But it, it was a good, it was a good call by the referee because yeah. the camera angle, the, the angle of McCoy is actually behind. You know, is behind Marshall, so he's obscured. The, the vision's obscured, but but now it's, uh, you know, it's uh, definitely a penalty. And, <laughs> you know, it's uh, yeah, no job done. I, I'm just it, laughing. Even- even though our old Sorry. our old pal Jock Brown tried to say it was controversial, yeah, controversial, yeah. So, I had there's a handball in the first half. I don't know if it's Morris or whatever falls back up, and the ball's bobbling up and going over him again to the goal, and the, the hand goes up, and uh, you know. <laughs> but but I'm just laughing. Uh, on uh, when you watch the video back, you see John Brown coming on as a sub. You know, and the commentator said, "Oh, it's that Brown's passing instruction on in the midfield." He's getting it. Get into the bastards. <laughs> 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 well, there's nothing in that wee bit of paper than the soak in those days, you know. No, it, was, uh, no. it was like, fucking, just fucking do them. Yeah, yeah. get into them, you know. So, yeah, now, bringing on instruction. The bit I find funny about this is, Wolf, I don't know if you do, Hately was on penalties at this point. Or, yeah, or I mean, took this penalty. I don't get that. Well, Hately seemed to be through stages where he took penalties. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't think anybody had anybody had kind of kind of missed one. I mean, McCoy I'd imagine would, would have been your other obvious choice of a penalty taker. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. Maybe he just fancied it. You know what I mean, I mean, I'm a, yeah. great, I'm a great believer. Okay, you've got a nominated penalty taker. If somebody just fancies it, let them take yeah. it. Yeah. But if they take it, they've got to score it. Well, yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> if you take it off, if you take it off the guy that's whose job it is to take the penalty and you don't score it, look out. Yeah, no. I'd never have any doubt about Hately taking a penalty because, I mean, the, yeah. he just fucking blew it up and it went. I mean, all the time. Yeah, well, uh, we are getting penalties in two games later in the season, and uh, two two against Erdogan and one against somebody else, and uh, Hately takes them both. Mm-hmm. Uh, Erdogan Hibbs, you know, later in the so season. So he must have been the nominated penalty taker then. Aye, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, you know what I mean? So, and Johnson had the penalty earlier in the season against uh, St. John's. 
So, so the McCoy's the known penalties all, all season. There's no McCoy's penalty, you know, uh, anywhere in the league that season. So, so McCoy's maybe maybe could have got a few more goals today. Be not penalties. I was just thinking he's lost. He's lost out in a few goals there, hasn't he? Yes, indeed, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this, and this game here against the Thames, that is uh, Paul McStay's uh, always had a good shot against Rangers. Either hits a bar or hits a post or Gordon brilliantly saves. So I think that was all McStay ever done against us, wasn't it? He's got potential. Yeah, he runs, he runs about, he runs about a bit and uh, hits yeah. a shot that Gordon saves. So McStay's got potential. <laughs> I, I, heard, I heard they were selling a book that the fans had to crowdfund and uh, I don't know if it's ever been published or not, but uh, enough about them. And as, as Will said, John Brown getting the third. Yeah. You know, you know but I mean, you, you, you love that, John Brown. He, you know, he scuds it, it hits the far post and goes in. Yeah. And it's, it's one of these shots when you watch it back on TV, you hear the noise at hitting the post. Yes. You know, like, yes. like Cooper's free kick against Aberdeen, you hear it hitting the net. Yeah, you know, you hear this hitting the post, yes. you know, and getting, yeah. you know, so, so, and uh, and it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy, John Brown, you know. Yeah, yeah, been a couple of your supporters days, uh, nights, years yeah. ago over the Tory Land Tory Blues, always yeah. handled himself very well, you know. Yeah, I mean, John, John obviously yeah. didn't score many goals, but it's nice, it's nice for him to get the the clincher for the the old firm and New Year Day. I think he, I think he always says that's his favourite goal, Wolf, doesn't he? He does, yeah. I think can I can I shine us off for tonight with a wee John Brown story? Yeah, yes, you certainly can. Fire John, on. He, 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 John Brown and a couple of supporters. There's, we had a lot of supporters club do up here in Aberdeen at the Granite City years and years ago. Uh played the year doing he said uh, he did his wee speech, I'll never forget it. He says the boys were he says the boys contacted me and said, you know, what do you want as like a, a present, you know, a trophy? He says yeah. loads of trophies lying about the house and stuff like that. He says, and you look for something different. And somebody suggested a ship a, a ship in a bottle. He said, I must have heard them. I thought he said a shit in a bottle. And I couldn't look at how they're going to get how they're going to get it in there because Roy Aiken was in there already. That was, that was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. That's class. Yeah. That's one good yeah. thing about the the supporters things, the you know, the players. There's always a story, isn't there, John? Yeah, there always was. You know, we'd fit, I guess, in that number as well. And uh, you know, with John Brown, a couple of the old Kings Park uh, Hotel used to be the favourite haunt and whatever for us. I've and, actually, uh, yeah. I've actually walked the West End away with John Brown. Uh, yeah, over, uh, over a week, we did it for yeah. uh, for Travis Dick with Scott Cunningham. Uh, uh, Bomber did it for. He didn't. Well, he didn't. He, he bottled out. Of the, he actually bottled out of the first day. He was up here for a, for another yeah. for an Erskine do we had uh-huh. on yeah. the Friday night and. Uh, the trek in the West LA was starting on the Saturday morning. And he says, I'll be joining you Saturday night. I says, well, hold on, I'm doing Saturday morning. I'm driving down after this and going to do it. So I can take you down. There's no reason you can't start it Saturday morning. I'll just start on Sunday. It's fine. I'll see you on Saturday night. So we bought about the first day. We did the rest. And yeah. but, uh, Brian, you're saying about the stories that you hear. We had various different ex-Rangers players in the course. Of the- I've done it three times. Uh-huh. Uh, the various with Stuart McCall, um, Haley, Gordon DL, Although he's not everybody's cup of tea, with had uh, Alec yeah. Ray, who I know quite well. Quite a lot of guys, you know, over the over the course of the time, mm-hmm. and the stories you don't even hear them in the after dinner circuit because they're just having a crack with themselves. Yeah, it's stuff you just yeah. wouldn't hear anywhere else, and it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I mean, I've been very lucky to be in the company of these guys on kind of non-social non-social events, you know, just kind of out for a walk. Stuff, absolutely, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. I mean, we Stuart McCall was as drunk as I've ever seen anybody. Like Larrick one, one of the one of the one of the years. Yeah. 
I mean, that drunk he went into the lassie's toilets in the pub because he's just thought it was a bloke. He was absolutely <laughs> rattled. It was so funny. Oh, so funny. Still oh. the best ever clip of him falling off that car, isn't it? Uh, tremendous. Oh. tremendous <laughs> Yeah. And, and Disney spell a drop. Disney spell yeah, anything. Absolutely yeah. tremendous. He's he's he, brilliant. He really is. He's fantastic. He's fantastic. Yeah. He, he ends up also over tip, but the can stays the, the correct way up. You know, yeah. I, I that. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Who ever thought when they saw that that one day he'd manage Rangers? I know. I know. Uh, yep. Yep. But as I say, as you said, they're both will sign off on a, a nice New Year Derby win. Three uh, one at uh, Parkhead, and so thanks to you two guys for coming on late tonight. Uh, I know you had prior commitments, but it was great going over that sort of th- second half, second suck, second third of the season, we could say. And as you said, John, earlier that was a a good re re run we were building there, wasn't it? Yeah, that was seven. That was seven wins in a bounce. Yeah, yeah. so. And we're still chasing Hearts. We're still a couple of points behind Hearts. In fact, I think we're Hearts, Hearts through hips. So, Carol Jambo would, uh, wouldn't have been too chuffed with that one. But <laughs> but no, it was, uh, I think we, we, I don't know if it was a point we went behind Hearts after this, or three points, whatever. But, but we're still in the Hearts coattails. Uh, what did I put? Uh, we gained a point in Hearts. So, so, uh, so uh, they drew so, hips. So, 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 so there's, us, well. there's, us, there's us going seven, was it seven wins in a row, did you say? Seven wins now. Yeah, yep, well, we're still behind Hearts, so Hearts must have been a really good team at this point. Well, they were certainly getting the result. They were certainly getting the results. You know what I mean? That, yeah. that elephant was just hanging on near the top of that tree. <laughs> yeah. But elephants always fall out of trees. <laughs> well, we must have went one point behind Hearts because when we when we beat Falkirk, we were two points behind them, so yeah. we hadn't dropped any points. So yeah, 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 yeah. So now we're doing all right. Yep. So, guys, uh, as I said, thanks for coming on late tonight, and uh, we shall see everybody in the third episode. Hopefully, we'll we'll get from the this point till the end of the season. So, thank you, guys. Oh, thank you, thanks, guys. And, uh, yeah, thanks. Enjoy, enjoy the rest of your week. Cheers. Podcast Network.